Greetings, this is Brian Hudson, and welcome to another Conversations in Focus. It's been a while since we have hosted a Conversation in Focus episode and podcast, and I'm very pleased to be back as we're now emerging from the pandemic. And about that, let me say, let's continue to be vigilant, get your vaccinations, get boosted. Let's do all the best practices we've learned during the difficult days of COVID. This program and podcast concept is very simple. I want to bring people who are making a difference and having positive impact in our community and in God's kingdom. There's a link to the previous conversations in focus uh, in the notes of this program and podcast. I am very pleased to welcome to this new season of Conversations in Focus, a public health professional, a cancer survivor, a dear friend, and a first-time author, Judith Warren. Welcome, Judy. Hello. Thank you for having me today. All right. Her new book is entitled, More Than a Conqueror, My Journey Through Breast Cancer. Here's a brief bio from the back of her book. Judith Warren, MPH, which is Master of Public Health, is founder and principal consultant for Ascentia Strategies, LLC, which she established after a 40-year career serving in senior leadership positions in the public health, community-based health nonprofit, and private philanthropy sectors. As a breast cancer survivor, she is equally passionate about supporting and mentoring women, promoting awareness and eliminating barriers to access and quality health care. Once again, I say welcome, Judy, to this conversation. Thank you. It's, it's great to be here and to be able to share some thoughts and reflections today. All right. The book was released in January of this year. And now that it has reached the hands and hearts of many people, what's been the response to your book? The response has been really great. Um, first of all, it brought me front and center on Facebook, uh, which I was not a avid um, uh, reader, nor certainly um, posting anything on Facebook. So I reached out uh, to my kind of my initial circle, my college classmates, uh, some of the people that I've worked with over the years, and the response was just great. Um, surprising to many that I had written a book uh, because I did not share widely that I was writing it. And some people didn't even know that I had gone through breast cancer. So the response has been great. Uh, it's opened doors for me. Uh, people have gifted the book uh, to other women that they know that are experiencing or going through um, this, um, this dealing with this disease. So it's really been an opportunity to um, to share a message and to share, hopefully, hope and information. That's great. Talk about your travels related to your yeah. book signings and sharing your message of uh, being more than a conqueror. Sure. So uh, the first travels that uh, where I launched was in Cincinnati. Uh, my sorority, Delta Sigma Theta uh, sorority, hosted uh, my first book signing. and. I traveled over to Indianapolis, and you were uh, open your doors at uh, New Covenant to uh, host a book signing there, and even just talking one-on-one -on -one with 
uh, women and those who attended. I got to meet with some other friends, connect with friends and who were buying books. Um, and then I've been to Nashville, Tennessee to a women's retreat. Uh, so I've kind of uh, had the opportunity to get out and um, connect with women, meet women, uh, some who were in healthcare themselves, some who were um, relatives of a family member going through breast cancer treatment um, and or recent diagnosis. So it's really been um, it's really been more surprising because I didn't know what to expect when I wrote the book. And then to just see how God has moved, I really have not sought out too many opportunities to speak. I've shared with people, um, close friends, colleagues that I've written a book, and then they'll uh, say, oh, well, come to South Carolina, come to Texas. And so it's just really been organic. And I know, uh, you know, God has, has provided the path. That's great. I thought it was really great that the pandemic's winding down just at the time, right, where the book was released. Yeah. You could travel. Yeah. To, uh, present yeah. In person. yeah. Yes. Now, early in your yeah. treatment and recovery process, um, you kept a journal. And in fact, you brought that mm -hmm. journal to the book signing at New Covenant Church. And I was pretty mm -hmm. amazed to see that. Um, talk about the helpfulness of journaling through your journey. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been a journaler for um, many years. Um, I've always been a, a, a note taker when I was in, in services or listening to any messages. But the journal, you know, is also, you know, the good old days used to be called a diary. And then I think they wanted to make it more uh, non-age specific and, and call it now a journal to write down your thoughts and your feelings and uh, just notes along the way. So the journal for me, you know, was a very helpful record because you can't keep all this information in your head. You can't, um, you know, remember everything. If you want to go back and say what happened last week or two weeks ago or, or just what's going on. So the journal was a big step for me because uh, when I came to the point of knowing that I wanted to write a book, um, I had something to, re to capture and to refresh my memory. So for me, it was a great way to capture my whole experience during that time. And remember people that I wanted to thank, that I wanted to acknowledge and appreciate. Talking about the book, More Than a Conqueror, My Journey Through Breast Cancer by Judith Warren. I want to ask Judy, um, and there are many books on uh, from breast cancer survivors, and how is your book different? Now, all the books are important, I know, but how is your book different from other books you may have read from other survivors? Sure. So, thanks. I did a little research around that uh, because I did want to, um, not that to say, you know, everybody has, when you look at all the books in the bookstore, you'll see there's a, a biography or autobiography um, from a number of people, about a number of people. Um, and I looked at what was available on the shelf in the in the bookstores, and it was limited. Uh, it was more from the whole medical clinical piece, um, or if it was written by a clinician maybe that was also diagnosed. So they had kind of a blend from that clinical perspective. Um, and then some other books that I found online, um, you know, may have told a kind of a short story. 
Um, but I wanted to bring together the medical, the um, personal, and the spiritual aspects of it. Because as we know, we are a three-part being, uh, mind, soul, body, spirit. I wanted to also bring that together as I brought it together in my book. As your former pastor and a longtime friend, I'm aware of your 40-year career in public health, in senior leadership positions. You are a master of public health, MPH. So from that perspective, and as a public health professional, not only from the emotional perspective as a survivor, uh, what do you say to a woman who has been diagnosed with cancer? Two messages, two short messages are, one, don't go alone, and secondly, don't delay. Um, it surprises, it's been surprising to me to learn about the number of women. Um, of course, fear kind of can be any, any um, first reaction. And so the fear causes delay. Um, a person didn't cause cancer. Uh, cancer is just is the development of rogue uh, harmful cells within a person's body. So no one um, did anything to um, to typically uh, cause this disease. Uh, but you don't go alone. You don't delay. Um, you get all your questions answered. Um, you find um, and, and try to get the best support you can. Um, and and that learn about the resources. And those are things that I wanted to talk about in my book. Um, it includes like a checklist of, help, of finding a physician. Uh, don't go to a doctor and, and commit to a relationship with that doctor if you feel that you won't be supported. Um, it's okay to interview a physician. Uh, usually the, the white coat or the degrees can be intimidating for, for some, uh, but you have the right and you deserve the right. A person deserves the right to get the best care possible. So um, I have checklists in there. I have questions that a person can ask. And to just um, know that more resources are out there now. And that's another thing that I wanted to impart with the book in terms of awareness of, of understanding the issue now that has, has become, that has surfaced, is the challenge that women are experiencing finding payment for uh, confirmation diagnoses, such as the mammogram, not the mammogram, the MRI, or biopsies, or uh, more complete uh, and precise um, um, procedures for confirming a diagnosis of what stage of the cancer and the type of tumor and so forth. But there are resources out there now. So it's researching those things and finding someone or an organization that can help and support you. It's so important and critical because delay can mean uh, more uh, complex treatment uh, that can be required uh, it can mean that uh, there's more strain on a family, on an individual with their budget, with, um, you know, prolonged treatment. And, and so the earlier, you know, it's always prevention is better than having to go through, you know, more extensive treatment. But we, we aren't saying you can't necessarily, they haven't found a way yet to prevent cancer, but don't delay, don't go alone. 
very, very profound words. And, and don't delay. Do not go alone. Again, we're talking about uh, the book by Judith Warren, More Than a Conqueror, My Journey Through Breast Cancer. And let me say, it is as much a handbook as a testimony. And as we've already discussed, Judith is a healthcare professional and in, in the public sector and private sector. And as such, uh, she, she goes into great detail uh, on how to approach uh, a diagnosis of cancer and, and to walk through that process. So now you've been cancer free for 20 years. This is the year you told me this is the 20th year of being yeah. cancer free. Yeah. yeah praise yeah. God for that. So what are some keys yeah. besides the grace of God and great medical care to remaining healthy all of these years? Yeah. So, um, again, we always talk about, you know, making those adjustments in our lifestyle and so forth, but that was one place where I knew I had to start just because of the side effects uh, and reactions that um, a person's body goes through uh, when you're going through chemotherapy and radiation and surgery. And, and then even after that, five years of additional medication. Um, so self-care became important. Um, I had to learn how to bring more balance. Um, the, the what's known now, the, the famous phrase, work-life balance, but just, um, you know, kind of dialing down on some things and just pausing on other things. Uh, so self-care was important, uh, changing, modifying my diet, um, pulling out red meat, um, reducing caffeine, just making those healthier choices um, that can help prolong and keep me in a state of wellness. Now, let's talk about the faith component of your journey. You don't hide the fact that you love the Lord and he helped you and he's shown you mercy. And we know as Christ followers, there is some tension and skepticism regarding the practice of faith as it relates to real life issues. So what are some of the ways in which the Lord has helped you survive cancer and navigate this journey? Sure. So I think it gave me... Um, uh, more boldness with um, sharing and with trusting uh, God through this process. Uh, you know, it's always, you know, the phrase, you know, your test leads to a testimony or, you know, it's God puts our faith to the test uh, to see how much we're going to stand and acknowledge his word. And I didn't uh, hesitate first to get a prayer circle. Uh, because I needed to have reinforcements for myself when I was too tired physically, emotionally uh, to uh, be strong. Um, it's, it's not, you know, I'm not trying to be a superwoman or anything, but the, the faith and the grace of God to have people around me was important. And also just to um, also consider interviewing or asking when you're talking with your medical providers, you know, kind of get a sense of, you know, who they are and, and what they believe and what's coming out of their mouth, you know, to keep the negativity away from you. Um, and, and so that, those were important uh, things that I could, that I lifted up and, and had to put to practice. I noticed also that uh, in your book, You've got, following many chapters, something called Daily Dose. What's that about? 
So the daily dose, you know, like we say, you know, um, take your vitamins every day, um, eat an apple a day, keep the doctor away. Um, I felt that a daily dose would just be a, a nice moment to lift up or include a scripture, include an inspirational word, uh, to some have, have something to stand on and to show that God's word is real. And it applies and it can just speak in the word, can just bring peace sometimes and just remind you that you're not alone. Um, you have a spiritual covering and that the word is to be practical in our lives. It's not just to be, you know, in a book on a table or by the bedside. It's to, to live and speak the word. That's what struck me also about your book is you've got this balance of professional approach, respect for medical science, strong faith in God, and there's no conflict between those. And of course, we're putting it God is. first, especially. Yes. Yeah, so talk about um, sometimes you've you had to make decisions and pray over uh, what you were told. How important is it to to be in charge of your own process? Oh, I think it's very critical because um, we are the person that things are happening to. You know, this was happening to me. And so I can appreciate, um, you know, the information, uh, take it all in. Um, I'm always one to kind of verify facts. Um, you know, some physicians now are clinicians. You know, they're kind of leery of patients that come in with printouts of information of what they've learned online um, as, as that they may not trusting or, or listening to only what that person is saying in front of you. So I think it's really important to um, be in charge and to not, again, just not being intimidated um, and getting every question answered. Um, even when I've learned, I've also started the practice of, you know, if, if they're talking about a medical term that I'm not familiar with, have them spell it, have them write it down for you and check it out when you get home so that a person is fully informed of what's going to happen and the consequences. Another thing that I learned along the way that's kind of coming to my mind now, too, is like, what is the treatment plan? What is the goal or the outcome that we are expecting? So, so a person can prepare, you know, mentally, um, kind of target your prayers to direct to that point of here's what we want to have come out of this. Here's how, what I'm expecting to happen. And things may not always fall in place. You know, there can be to just say, say this is not, you know, walk in the park where everything may go according to schedule. But, you know, at least you'll be uh, somewhat prepared and aware. That's great. And again, uh, we're talking about uh, the book, More Than a Conqueror, by Judith Warren, My Journey Through Breast Cancer. In fact, the subtitle here says Insights, Awareness, Inspiration. And so I would add, in addition to this being a book of testimony and medical journey, uh, it is also a devotional <laughs> as well. And so blending... Yeah. The, the faith with the expertise of medical science with the Lord. Uh, it really, I can see it, it helped you 20 years later. Here we're having a conversation about it. Well, just one thing that's coming to mind as you were saying is the devotional is that I include in the book a prayer that I wrote 
as I was preparing for treatment um, because I just believe in the power of God's word and the covering that that can um, provide. And so I wanted to just share in my book what was given to me, what I developed as kind of my cookbook, my um, recipe, my game plan uh, for getting through this time in my life. Outstanding. And I again want to say, here we are 20 years later, and the game plan, I blessed it. He honored it, and he's still honoring it, right? Yeah. All right. Yes. Let's yeah. uh, switch gears here, talk about your journey as an author. Okay, first time author. And I thought about this. Um, you know, you you've had, you know, the experience of surviving cancer and experience of writing a book. Now, there's obviously no relationship. I and mean, one of them was life threatening. The other is not. But besides that fact, what similarities were there between the journey through cancer and writing a book? Again, these are very, very different things, I know. But were there any parallels between those two? Um, one parallel that I uh, find is it was they were both unknowns to me. Uh, didn't know what to expect going through cancer, um, the diagnosis. Didn't know what the path would take me or how the path would evolve uh, with writing a book. Uh, so both took um, that was a kind of a first time, obviously there. And uh, other similarities were just getting the information, uh, learning um, what to do as a person diagnosed with cancer and what to do um, in preparation for writing a book. Now, most people dream about writing a book. (laughs) And, you know, you've written one. I've written 12 now. Um, But what do you think are some of the roadblocks to getting a book written? Yeah, so I never expected to even be an author, really. I would write, you know, obviously journaling and so forth. But roadblocks could be um, procrastination. Uh, It's easily, you know, we can put off a lot of things every day and just say, I'll get to it tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. So that could be a roadblock to just um, getting started. And then um, maybe comparing yourself um, to a first, uh, a a number one bestseller, you know, uh, looking at people such as yourself that have written 12 books and others, um, books that people have read and wanting to write in that voice or write with that type of of style. And that's just, then it won't really be an authentic book for you. Um, And I think it's also um, sticking with the story. Um, You know, my book is is not a long book. It's not a thick book, Um, but I think it's packed with, you know, good information and a good read. Um, and, And so you stick with the story. You know, you don't try to, once you've told your story, then end it. Don't try to add on more than what a person uh, needs to experience in reading a book. Yes, and I would add to that the simple fact of getting into it. And you have that, you have that journal. And I would always say, don't make the first thing you write a book. Work on your journal. Yeah. Uh, share your yeah. thoughts in a blog yeah. post or write it down for yourself, uh, make notes, 
because writing is, all of us can write and read, and we become better just by doing it. And so the first yeah. thing you write should not be a book, okay? <laughs> I think, so your journaling, your professional work, you've written grants, you've written, you've written books, <laughs> just none that could be published, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and don't be afraid to share it with someone uh, yes. once you get it out there, you know, because as, as you said, don't let the first thing you write be a book. And don't think that the first version of what you write is the final book. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, be be open for um, for someone's um, um, review and to give you, you know, input. Are they getting out of it what you want a person to get out of it? Yes. So, and also, I would add one caveat: uh, share it with an encouraging person who will tell you the truth. You know, some people yeah. are not very encouraging. You know, so find an encouraging person who will tell you the truth. Yeah, that that's hard yes. as it might seem sometimes. You know, I, I can remember uh, two or three people that I asked uh, good friends, colleagues that I wanted to just kind of read the first draft just to see, you know, where I was headed. And, you know, then you find out, oh, nobody has time. Well, how long is it? Uh, When do you need it back? You know, so I finally, I just continued really to pray and just kind of go through my mental Rolodex uh, to find a couple of people that uh, I could trust and, like you said, would be an encourager. And they were they were just excellent, you know, in pointing out to me um, how I could elaborate on certain points that I mentioned and how I needed to, you know, maybe consider in- incorporating something. So it did take a minute, um, yes. you know, to find those two or three people uh, that had the time and you know you could trust with your, you know, birthing this baby. <laughs> So true, you know, and that is in itself a roadblock, right? Not that people aren't willing, just aren't able. And that takes time to find yeah. only a few people who can help you. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, uh, on following on to the process of getting a book written, what are some good habits and best practices that help you keep your writing on track? One thing when I uh, decided to do this, first, I had to clear my calendar a little bit because I can, as we all can, be busy. You can find things to fill your day with. Um, but I wanted to be purposeful and um, and reach my goal, complete my goal. So I blocked out time on my calendar. Um, I'm fortunate enough now to be um, retired or, as some people say, rewired now. Um, from a 40-hour week to, you know, flexible with some of the projects that I'm um, still working on. And so I could commit the time in my schedule to write, uh, which would mean that I would kind of keep and keep my, my momentum going. Uh, so that was uh, one of the uh, first things. And then uh, also to have uh, a mentor uh, who was another is another author who provided, gave me some good input and to have an advisor such as yourself uh, to help, help me find the resources, the right resources. And also to check out people's references. You know, all editors, I can truly testify to this, that all editors are not the same. And editing does not mean formatting the book. It means editing the book. Yes. Uh, and 
and catching <laughs> and catching things that if I catch it and you don't catch it, you know, then and having a budget uh, because none of this is free. <laughs> yes. And we did discuss this, you know, your book, uh, we help you publish your book. It is a self-published work only in the sense that we help you to, to help to get the book produced for you. Uh, we didn't finance the project for you, uh, but helped you, you know, to to uh, to get all the pieces in place, which is the way almost yes. all first time authors have to work. We can't people go out thinking, well, I'm going to present my manuscript to Random House you know, <laughs> and being unrealistic about it. Now, self-publishing, there's no stigma to it now. It is it is a great way uh, to get your message out there. And really, many times books are picked up by bigger publishers once they see success. So there's no, no shame in that. But you also, you told, you told me yesterday, one of your uh, mentors mentioned you about the method of writing. Talk about that method where you don't just, don't labor over, don't, don't stop, just keep going. Talk about that. You mentioned that yesterday to me. Sure. Yes, it is, because that can be a stumbling block. You know, you can get, um, you know, a brain freeze uh, with the words just aren't coming. Uh, but just get it out. Again, my journal helped me to um, be sure to capture points that I wanted to include, details that I wanted to include. But just get it on paper. And um, because the first the first read or the first version is not the final copy. Uh, so let's not, you know, be disillusioned to think that we're all Pulitzer Prize writers. Um, but that just get it on paper. Um, and see how it flows. Does it is it hard for um, uh, uh, would it be would it be hard for a reader to go from uh, point A to point B to the, to the next point? Uh, so yeah, just just get it out and and don't be intimidated um, by uh, trying to pull it all together the first time. And that's one of the things I was really pleased with. That goes to your background as a professional and writing grants and reports and all the rest, you're a very good writer. And in fact, you are better than the editors. <laughs> a couple of editors you ran across, you were, you were better than them. You know? yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. so I just appreciate your effort, Judy, on this book. Again, we're talking about the book by Judith Warren, More Than a Conqueror, My Journey Through Breast Cancer. Matter of fact, I'm going to scroll up here on the screen the chapter, you see the chapter title scrolling up on the screen there. It's a very thorough book. It is a book of testimony. It's a handbook, a very practical how-to steps, and also a devotional as well. And I encourage you to uh, go to Amazon.com. Just type in More Than a Conqueror. It's available in print edition and also in Kindle ebook edition. So be sure to um, to check that out today and you have you know if you're amazon prime you'll have a book tomorrow if you order today or two days what are some other keys uh to getting that manuscript ready to submit for publishing sure so i think it's really kind of understanding uh what the role is of the publisher in terms of getting it to production getting it to to print um, and you have to set you have to set up your account uh, for business account 
Uh, and keeping that really, if you can, if a person can, separate that from your personal. Um, because obviously seed money is needed, which will come from personal funds, but just in terms of the accounting part. So going through that whole piece of registering, um, you were your company was helpful in getting my ISBN, which is the International Universal um, System for um, Registering a Book. Um, and, and so that was very helpful. But um, getting the business account set up with the publisher and just kind of really becoming familiar with their process for tracking for payment, understanding what the what your net profit is going to be for each book in terms of which helps with the pricing of the book and just learning all those details and then managing that and really um, staying on top of that because I had a few hiccups with the uh, publisher at first was just setting up my um, business account for them to uh, submit my uh, royalty payments. So that was a little nerve wracking, but we got through that bump in the road. And so now everything runs pretty smoothly and I can track the transactions and the payments and, and understand that a royalty check won't come every Friday. Mm -hmm. So don't expect to get paid every week. Uh, that timeline as well. Um, and just making sure that uh, you can have books and author can have uh, books on hand. Uh, because pretty much everyone wants a signed copy. And, and so to know that you would, uh, an author would be involved in signing those copies and then shipping them out. Yes. And you've described, again, the self-publishing process. Again, we helped you do that. But the, mm -hmm. but the beauty of self-publishing is you reap the profits, Although yes. you have the headache of managing <laughs> managing everything else as well, but in traditional publishing, uh, they'll pay you a uh, uh, in advance, and you get paid a small royalty uh, when, but they get most of the profits. Whereas when you self publish, you reap the profits when books sell. Now, of course, the the question is when do they forward my profits to me? When do I get my money? Right. That's. <laughs> but again, looking at the whole process. Um, I'm just very happy, Judy, in how you have uh, triumphed, you know, over cancer. You triumphed in getting a book done, and now you're traveling and, and spreading this good message. Well, I just wanted to definitely acknowledge you and, and your family, your wife, Patricia, um, for all the years of having a pastoral covering and for um, walking with me, being patient with me. Uh, walking through this journey and uh, continuing to encourage me because that means a lot. Yes, I know your sons were very helpful as well. Talk about, was it, uh, I think Stephen helped quite a bit, didn't he? Yes, yeah, Stephen um, was, he was finishing up college at the time, actually it was his senior year uh, in undergrad at Fisk University, which is also my alma mater. Um, and so he was uh, able to come home uh, and assist me with going on doctor visits, um, getting me this special tea from Africa that he reminds me of to help with nausea or any other symptoms that I was feeling. Uh, Damon was also there 
as well. So neither one of them were actually at home at the time um, with me, but they were certainly uh, with me in other ways and as frequently as they could be. So they've been uh, continue to be a blessing to me. Okay, I've been speaking with Judith Warren, author of More Than a Conqueror, My Journey Through Breast Cancer, available uh, at Amazon.com in print and Kindle editions. So let me close out by asking if you want to share anything else from your perspective as a cancer survivor, an advocate, and an author. Yeah, so my, the main message um, that I want to share is, again, one of en- encouragement, hope, uh, in- inspiration, hopefully, uh, to other others who may be listening, that my message is not just for the, the woman diagnosed, but for also caregivers, that we can, um, uh, caregivers, co-workers, church members can um can serve with compassion uh, and understanding uh, for women who are going through this and to be supportive uh, whenever possible. And for my African-American sisters and other women of color, just don't delay uh, because they'll, they'll get a, a, a letter in the mail that'll say, uh, you need to come back and and, and kind of uh, procrastinate or put it off, put it off. And, and that's not, sometimes the sooner you know something, the better you can uh, prepare for it in the future. So don't, don't go alone and don't delay. Don't go alone and do not delay. All right. Well, thank you, Judy, for this time. And I appreciate uh, this conversation. I know that our listeners and viewers have been informed inspired. And again, here's the book, More Than a Conqueror, My Journey Through Breast Cancer. And the subtitle says, Insights, Awareness, and Inspiration by Judith Warren. And be sure to uh, to get the book, reach out to her on Facebook as well. And again, once again, thank you, Judy, for this time. Thank you. All right. Okay, we have been in a great conversation with Judy Warren and talking about her book, uh, More Than a Conqueror. And I just really want to encourage you to get the book yourself and give it to somebody. And this book has been both a resource and a gift to others to help inform them and help them navigate um, cancer and even as a caregiver uh, to support those who are going through that journey. So again, thank you, uh, Judy, and thank you for viewing this podcast. I'm glad to be back. Uh, We've been off since the pandemic. We'll be having more conversations with more people who are making impact in our time. So God bless you, and we'll see you next time.